forever. Dog. Broadcasting live from Forever Dog Studios in downtown Hollywood, Los Angeles, California, America. It's the new New Time podcast in the style of old, old time radio, The Thrilling Adventure Hour, Treasury. This episode is brought to you by Work Juice Coffee, Mac Weldon, and Patriot Brand Cigarettes. It's time to send the little ones to Dreamland and set your radio's dial to spooky. Bolt the doors, lock your windows, and steal yourself a mysterious suspense in Beyond Belief. Meet Frank and Sadie Doyle, the toast of the upper crust, headliners on the society pages. And oh yes, they see ghosts. Who cares what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Unless evil's carrying the martini tray, darling. Previously in our tale, Frank and Sadie Doyle visited Sadie's best friend Donna Donna in her new home. But this was no housewarming, for there was residence evil in the form of a house haunted. But Frank and Sadie are not afraid of any ghosts. They dispatched sinister shades and made Donna's home safe for the living once more. Just the sort of thing we would do, isn't it? Yes, as it was just the sort of thing we did do, wasn't it? The Doyles found themselves eager to return to the comfort of their own home, but were intercepted by Donna's neighbor's daughter, Joy, who had a monster under her bed, who had a monster under his bed. Joy's imaginary friend, Mr. Fuzzy Face, helped the Doyles defeat his imaginary enemy, and that was that. Except it wasn't. This may not be an isolated house haunting followed by another one. The whole block may be haunted. You're rugged when you're handsome, do you know that? Of course I do. Not only is the whole block haunted, but a neighborhood cult is at work. Cult? We're a community. And the cult have just, when we last left our story, kidnapped Donna Donna and tied her to a sacrificial altar where... You bunch of lousy, no-good neighbors. I was going to bake you cookies to welcome myself to the block, but you can forget it now. And her imminent sacrifice will bring about... Well, find out in tonight's dark episode. Sticks and stones may murder your friends and influence people. Our story begins at Barry's house. Has Donna Donner been readied for sacrifice? Yes and no. <laughs> what does that mean? Don't snap at me, Barry. I just, I'm, I'm telling you what's happening. I wasn't snapping at you. You were. I'm just, I'm sorry. I don't mean to snap. I'm under a lot of pressure tonight. Hey, we all are. As for Donna Donner, we didn't anoint her in the oils. Oh, no? Why? She really didn't want to be. Didn't even put on the robe. It didn't feel right to force it. So how was she ready to be sacrificed? She's tied to the altar downstairs. Highly irregular. Should be anointed. Should have a robe. What do you think, O tree? It matters not, for time is short. It matters not? Really? Then why were we... Maybe don't question a tree. Good point. Send her blood and soul to me. Okay, you got it. You heard the tree. Let's do it. Oh, what now? Hello, I'm Frank Doyle. This is my wife, Sadie. Hello. 
Ordinarily, we would make small talk. What lovely masks you have. What a very tall tree you have running through your home. That sort of thing. Just now, however, we have reason to believe Donna Donner is here. Against her will, probably. Due to hauntings spread through the neighborhood, we went to Donna's house to advise her not to fully unpack, and she wasn't there. We summoned one of your local shades and asked it some tough questions. It's here in my purse, see? Can I go now? It suggested we look here, to the house where all the lights are on, wherein all the people are. Have you seen her? You have. Donna's about yay high. She's your neighbor, and most importantly, she is Sadie's oldest friend. Give her to me, or perhaps you shall wind up in my purse as well. Haven't seen her. Doesn't ring a bell. Your purse monster must be mistaken. Say, between the tree, the wooden masks, the centuries of darkness upon which this block was built, your lack of surprise to see a monster in a purse, and the druidic symbols all over the place, I don't suppose this is some cult dedicated to ancient evil. Oh, one involving ritualistic sacrifice dating back to forever, such that your regular blood sacrifice brings you status, wealth, and power? Well, I mean... Actually... Astute. And do you intend to sacrifice Donna Donna and be honest... Um... I mean... Yeah. I feel like numbers being what they are, the threat of a punch in the nose may not quite do the job. You've ever so many noses beneath ever so many masks. So, as threats go, I present ours. What is it? It looks like a tree branch. Is it possible that members of a cult involving ancient blood magics do not recognize a magic wand when they see one? Oh, how embarrassing for you. It doesn't look like a wand. And what would you have a wand look like? Cylindrical and smooth? Black, but for the white tip at the end? We're necromancers, not stage magicians. We'll summon your bones from your bodies, or conjure your parents and tell on you, not produce a dole of doves, nor guess your cards, no matter how impressive it would have been to know that you'd have chosen the Seven of Diamonds. Now, give us Donna Donna, or only some of you shall live to regret it. Do not make us abra your cadabras. Now please, there's no need to do any of that. Could you really do any of that? Put that away and let's all talk about this like rational people. It is not as they claim. It is a tree branch. And who asked you? Look, Frank, a talking tree. Get him. Excuse me? You know, with these sacrifice knives. Before you get us, I would like to point out that I would have approached the entire situation differently had I known you had a tree that could not only spot a bluff, but report it. How would you have handled it, darling? I cannot tell a lie. I would have done my George Washington impression. Of course you would have. But with what axe? The one in my bag. Now, where did I leave my bag? Does anyone here have an axe I can borrow? You guys, you forgot your bag. There it is. What the? Another monster. What kind of purse do you have? This is not that sort of monster anymore. Hey, not for nothing, but have you seen all the trees outside? They're creeping close to this house. It's bananas. It's like the end of Macbeth out there. Burnham Wood come to Dunsinane. For a child's imaginary friend, you are remarkably well-read. Now, seeing as you're here anyway, we may as well put you to use, dear. Put me to use how, exactly? It's just we two against all these masked people and all their knives. Yeah, okay. So you want me to do what, precisely? (laughs) Do be a monster at them, won't you? Excuse me? Uh, You know... A bit of the old growly-growly fangs and claws. What's that now? Uh, roaring, bloodlust, etc. Nash at them, won't you? Bellow. Really? I mean, come on. Are you insulted? I'm not some creature. I don't gnash. Have you... Have you heard me bellow once? Bloodlust, ick and ick. No, thank you. 
I'm not that guy. Yeah, you could have fooled me. Excuse me? When you were defending that little policeman, you cut a dashing figure. You roared nearly exclusively. Tell me I'm wrong. You are not wrong. He roared. You roared, darling. The envy of any lion in earshot. That was you. That was a special circumstance. I assure you, so is this. All right. For you, I'll give it a go. Uh, grrr. Roar. Bellow. Put some oomph into it, man. I'm trying. The thing is that before, I was, honestly, I wasn't being fierce. I was scared. It is time you be scared again, little thing. Those that serve me, serve me now. Wow. Oh. Stop. What? What's happening to us? Obviously, we're becoming tree people. Becoming one with our masters selves to serve our benefactor and defeat these interlopers and their monster. Just What about me? I'm still just a guy with skin for his skin. Don't I serve you? You shall serve me the most of all. Go, Barry, and perform the sacrifice of Donna Donner. Okay, will do. Go, neighborhood. I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time here. Grr! Roar! You reverse Pinocchio, stop aggressing this instant! Kill them. Kill them. Kill. All right, tall, dark, and lumber. That's quite enough. Time to get down to wand business. I thought that thing wasn't magic. It is not. He seems to think it is. It is not. And what does he seem to think it is? It's magic enough. Watch as I point it at you and clear your minds and focus your attentions and perform the greatest trick of all. This question. That one fellow... Barry. Got to stay human to do the sacrifice. Is he the tree's favorite? It's complicated. You know, seniority. It's all political. Do not listen to him. Kill him. Sounds like you're saying he doesn't deserve to be. He just is. That is how it works. It's political. You mean to kill us for a tree that doesn't even appreciate you on your own merits? Shame on you. You don't even know us. Yeah, but... I mean, it's political. But it shouldn't be. Maybe you're right. I'm no killer. Ritual sacrifice. Yeah, but that's different. I'm not killing anyone. No. Agreed. What? No. Now I trust cooler heads have prevailed and you shan't attempt to stop us rescuing our dear friend Donna so much as apologize for your mass, no doubt, tree-induced hysteria. Sorry. Sorry. Wonderful wand use, darling. Eh, the magic of a well-asked question. Voila, ta-da, alakazam. And now for... Barry. Barry, through this door. There he is, all the way down there at the base of this stone-spiraling, rune-inscribed staircase that does not go with the rest of the decor. Do get him, won't you, Mr. Fuzzy Face? Okay, I will. I'll leap from up here to down there like a tiger or something, but it don't mean it's who I am. Here I go. Wee! I gotcha. Ooh. I got him. What am I supposed to do now? Hold him till we catch up.
lot of stairs. And here we are. Well pounced, darling. Thank you. Hey, check out this fancy door. Probably your friend is behind it. It's where this guy was heading. It's a doozy of a door. So intricately carved. You must admire the artistry. I'd rather just open it. Sadie! Oh, Donna, we found you. What are you doing tied to that rock? Ask that tree muttering like a creek. Oh, this tree again. Will you shush? Oh, look. He has a man's face in the bark there. That's something you don't see any day. Only when spoken to, Mr. Sequoia. Please do not turn anyone into a tree person. We do not consent to it. Kill. Kill. Kill them. This loudmouth. Let's see who has the last laugh once I paw his bunion. Say, where did I leave my hatchet? Kill them. All of them. Any of them. Have you seen my satchel? I gave it to you upstairs. I put it down to make a real show of using the wand I made up. Which I still have, of course. Will you kill them now? Uh, to whom are you speaking? He's talking to me. And you are... Barry? But made of rocks? Oh, this guy turned into a rock guy and... Okay, he's... Got me by the face. Let go, please. What? No, don't throw me. I'm... I am powerful. I am strength. This must be what Richard feels like all the time. Now, Donna's friends, give me back my knife. His knife, he says. You're too much, darling. You're made of rocks now. Rock beats scissors and a scissors is two knives. We're out of luck barring a sheet of paper. It's for the sacrificial ritual. Ritual is as important as the sacrifice. Take it from them. Rip them apart with your hands. I have given you power. Use it. Sacrifice them to me. But the ritual? Blood and souls. That's all I need. Give them to me now. I've had enough of this. Hold my coat, won't you, dear? Franklin Mint Chocolate Chip Doyle, I forbid you to engage in fisticuffs with that statuesque gentleman. I haven't fought a gargoyle in years, but I presume it's like riding a bike into a wall. Have you forgotten what this wand is for, Frank? It's not really magic. It's magic enough. Watch. What happened to your wedding ring when you turned into a mountainside? Oh no, my wedding ring. Where did it go? Where is it? Somebody must die. Somebody must die now. Stop undoing all I've done and die. Or kill. Either. But my ring, my wife... Ruth, both gone. Barry, Ruth will come back. She'll love you again once you get the power. Once you make a sacrifice. Now do it! Oh, Ruth. He's not doing it. And you shan't get the chance to turn anyone else into anything else any more than you'll get your sacrifice. Yeah! Frank and Sadie Doyle, you must do it. I demand a sacrifice. I'm sorry, we're simply not the type, are we, Frank? I can't remember the last time we sacrificed anything, much less any one. I'll give you anything you want. Your heart's desire. I already have my heart's desire. I married it. As I'm pouring mine on you, Mr. Tree, bye-bye, bourbon. Such a shame. It's for a good cause. It can be both. Don't worry, I saved some. Well done, dear. And do you need a light? Quite. No! You have no idea what you're doing! 
No! No! Frank, this reminds me of the time we sat by that fire. Do you remember it? Mm, kind of. Oh, you must remember. There was a fire. Yes. And ours. Yes. And so many drinks that I could not blame you for not remembering. Oh, I remember now. It was lovely. You know what this fire needs. So many drinks? Neither as many nor as much as I do. Nor I. Could each of us use a great many drinks after the night we've had? Look at all these shadow things. What do you suppose they're doing? They're shades, Donna dear. They're scampering and playing, I expect. These are, no doubt, the spirits and echoes trapped here by countless sacrifices made by the countless greedy members of countless greedy generations, giving this place its power. You can go now, lost souls. You're excused. You're welcome. <laughs> Wrong! The shades are of the thing I have kept buried and fed here until you simpletons, you children, undid everything. I take solace in the fact that I will not be here to see what it makes of this place and where it sends all of you. I will not be going there either. Don't tell us that the sacrifices were to protect the world against something horrible. Do not furthermore tell us that you only appeal to greed because that's the only thing that ever works. They thought they were sacrificing innocence in order to amass power, but that was never the case. Of course it was. It always was. Personal gain. That's what we got. When I tried telling them the sacrifices were for the good of the world, I had very few who were willing to kill for me. But like the virgin in the volcano, or the innocent given to the gods to ensure the harvest, greed is the only true motivation for sacrifice. You lied? All this time you lied? You didn't give us power? Strength? Wealth? Sway? If you could afford to live in this neighborhood, you had all that already. It's true. You credited me with that which you already had achieved. And in return, you did unwitting good, saving this world again and again. I'm such a fool. Yes. 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 We druids came to this continent to jail our primordial evils under this nearly uninhabited land. What would become Manhattan was a prison for our most terrible gods. All this time we've been living above a supernatural Australia? Makes sense if you think about it. The Dutch who bought this city for so little were not getting the bargain they believed. The Dutch? The Dutch who settled here hundreds of years later murdered countless of my kind. I became one with the land to serve as jailer for my charge, who you shall meet directly. Whom? The archetypes of your monsters come from our gods of old. They were here before us, and they will be here afterwards. It was my responsibility that they would not cause that afterward. Today, I have failed. As endings go, I do prefer happy ones. Then let's not call it the ending so much as a stirring climax for now. Oh, Frank, you make quite a handsome optimist. Uh, Glasses-wise, I do tend to be a half-full sort. If only I could say the same for my flask. Guys, then I shall have to fetch my flask, won't I? Guys. Oh, I've just come up with a drinks recipe for a handsome optimist. The monster, you guys, it's coming. Do tell. It's huge. Three parts gin to one more part gin. Sounds as wonderful as you, my dear. What is it? Finally. My flask is empty as well. No! And now, 
the end is near. And as they face the final curtain, for Frank and Sadie Doyle, one thing is clear. To find out what that is, join us as the Doyles once again walk beyond belief in our spooky continuation, Claw and Order. No, Slew Detective. No, Brooklyn Dine Dine. No, NYPD Boo. Yes! <laughs> no, how about, yes, Bedliminal Minds? Or how about... Law and murder. Mm. Kill Street Blues, one of those, will be beyond belief. And that's today's episode of the Thrilling Adventure Hour, Treasury. Beyond Belief, Sticks and Stones May Murder Your Friends and Influence People, was written by Ben Acker and Ben Blacker, and starred Paul F. Tompkins, Paget Brewster, Steve Agee, Max Silvestri, Josh Molina, Malcolm Barrett, Janina Gavankar, Janet Varney, and Hal Lublin. This episode was produced by the Forever Dog Network and engineered and mastered by Anna Rubinova, with sound design by Adam Bozarth and Anna Rubinova. For more of the Thrilling Adventure Hour, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash thrillingadventurehour and get exclusive access to our entire back catalog, complete libraries of classic segments, bonus content, and more. See you next time on the Thrilling Adventure Hour! Treasury. <laughs>